0: Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we are doing a n. I was getting confused. I a or n, An ASM article on Lady Gaga. <clears throat> now, for those of you unfamiliar with ASM articles, we basically pick a person, place, event, and we learn about that thing together. Or we learn more about that thing together, or we just fall asleep. You know, the last option is totally up to you. And, uh, anyway, I saw something about Lady Gaga the other day, so I figured I would do an ASM article on her. So, let's jump into it. Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata, born March 28, 1986, known professionally as Lady Gaga, is an American singer, songwriter, and actress. She is known for her unconvention- unconventionality and provocative work, as well as visual experimentation. Gaga began performing as a teenager, singing at open mic nights and acting in school plays. She studied at Collaborative Arts Projects 21 through New York University's Tisch School of the Arts. Before dropping out to pursue a music career. After Def Jam Recordings canceled her contract, Gaga worked as a songwriter for Sony ATV Music Publishing, where Akon helped her sign a joint deal with Interscope Records and his own label, Con, La- yeah, Con Live Distribution, in 2007. <clears throat> she rose to prominence the following year with her debut album, the electropop record The Fame, and its chart topping singles, Just Dance. And Poker Face. I remember Poker Face like it was yesterday. Um, Time flies. A follow-up EP, The Fame Monster 2009, featuring the singles Bad Romance, Telephone, and Alejandro, also proved successful. All three very good songs. Good, I mean, I don't know if they're good. I mean, I'm sure if you're super into music and you know that stuff, maybe they're not good. They're entertaining. I like them. I'll put it that way. Gaga's second full-length album, Born This Way, in 2011, explored electronic rock and techno pop. The album peaked atop the U.S. Billboard 200 and sold more than one million copies in the country during its first week. Its title track became the fastest-selling song on the iTunes store with over a million downloads in less than a week. Gaga experimented with EDM on her third studio album, Art Pop, 2013, which reached number one in the U.S. and included the single, Applause. I actually don't remember Applause off the top of my head. Like, I can't quite hear it when I say it. Her collaborative jazz album with Tony Bennett, titled Cheek to Cheek, and her soft rock-influenced fifth studio album, Joanne, in 2016, also topped the U.S. charts. During this period, Gaga ventured into acting, playing lead roles in the miniseries American Story, Horror Story Hotel in which I thought she was excellent in American Horror Story, for which she received a Golden Globe Award and the critically acclaimed musical romantic drama A Star is Born in 2018, which I did not see. She also contributed to the latter's soundtrack, which made her the only woman to achieve five U.S. number 1 albums in the 2010s. That is crazy. Its lead single, Shallow, topped the charts in several countries and earned Gaga her second Golden Globe Award. Having sold 27 million albums and 146 million singles as of January 2016, Gaga is one of the best-selling music artists in history. Her achievements include several Guinness World Records, six Grammys, three Brit Awards, and an award from the Songwriters Hall of Fame and the Council of Fashion Designers of America. Gaga has been declared Billboard's Artist of the Year and included among Forbes Power and Earning rankings. She was ranked at number 4 on VH1's Greatest Women in Music in 2012, finished second on Time's 2011 Readers Poll of the Most Influential People of the Past 10 Years, and was named Billboard's Woman of the Year in 2015. <clears throat> She is known for her philanthropy and social activism, including LGBT rights, and her nonprofit organization, the Born This Way Foundation, which focuses on promoting youth empowerment and combating bullying. And now we go to Life and Career 1986 through 2005, Early Life. Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata was born on March 28, 1986, at the Lenox Hill Hospital in Manhattan, New York City to a Catholic family. Her parents both have Italian ancestry, and she also has French-Canadian roots. Gaga's parents are Cynthia Louise Nevesay and internet entrepreneur Joseph Germanata, and she has a younger sister, Natalie. Brought up in the affluent Upper West Side of Manhattan, she says that her parents came from lower-class families and worked hard for everything. From age 11, she attended the Covenant of the Sacred Heart, a private all-girls Roman Catholic school. Gaga described her academic life in high school as very dedicated, very studious, very disciplined, but also a bit insecure. She considered herself a misfit among her peers and was mocked for being either too provocative or too eccentric. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Gaga began to play the piano at the age of four, when her mother insisted she become a quote-unquote cultured young woman, taking lessons and practicing the instrument throughout her childhood. The lessons taught her to create music by ear, which she preferred over reading sheet music and practiced professionally. Her parents encouraged her to pursue music and enrolled her in creative arts camp. As a teenager, she played at open mic nights. Gaga played the lead roles of Adelaide in Guys and Dolls and Philia in A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum at a nearby boys' high school. She also studied method acting at the Lee Strasberg Theater and Film Institute for 10 years. Gaga unsuccessfully auditioned for New York shows, though appeared in a small role as a high school student in a 2001 episode of The Sopranos titled The Telltale Musadel. <clears throat> she later said of her inclination towards music, I don't know exactly where my affinity for music comes from, but it is the thing that comes easiest to me. When I was like three years old, I may have been even younger. My mom always tells this really embarrassing story of me uh, propping myself up and playing the keys like this because I was too young and short to get all the way up there. Just go like this on the low end of the piano. I was really, really good at piano. So my first instincts were to work so hard at practicing piano, and I might not have been a natural dancer, but I'm a natural musician. This is the thing that I believe I am the greatest at. In 2003, at age 17, Gaga gained early admission to Collaborative Arts Project 21, a music school at New York University, NYU's Tisch School of the Arts, and lived in an NYU dorm. At NYU, she studied music and improved her songwriting skills by writing essays on art, religion, social issues, and politics, including a thesis on pop artists Spencer Tunick and Damien Hirst. During the second semester of her sophomore year in 2005, she withdrew to focus on her music career. The same year, she played an unsuspecting diner cuss run for MTV's Boiling Points, a prank reality television show. I think I remember Boiling Point. In 2014, Gaga said she had been raped at the age of 19, for which she underwent mental and physical therapy. She has post traumatic stress disorder that she attributes to the incident and says that support from doctors, family, and friends has helped her. <clears throat> 2005 through 2007 Career Beginnings In 2005, Gaga recorded two songs with hip hop singer Grandmaster Melly Mel for an audiobook accompanying Cricket Cassie's children's novel, The Portal in the Park. It's like a tongue twister. She also formed a band called the SG Band with some friends from NYU. The band played at gigs around New York, becoming a fixture of the downtown Lower East Side club scene. After the 2006 Songwriters Hall of Fame uh, New Songwriters Showcase at the Cutting Room in June, Gaga was recommended to music producer Rob Fusari by talent scout Wendy Starland. Fusari collaborated with Gaga, who traveled daily to New Jersey, helping to develop her songs and compose new material. The producer said they began dating in May 2006 and claimed to have been the first person to call her Lady Gaga, which was derived from the Queen's song Radio Gaga. Their relationship lasted until January 2007. Kusari and Gaga established a company called Team Lovechild LLC to promote her career. They recorded and produced electro-pop tracks, sending them to music industry executives, uh, period. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was a comma. Joshua Sarabin, the head of artists and repertoire A&R at Def Jam Recordings, responded positively, and after approval from Sarabin's boss, Antonio L.A. Reed, Gaga was signed to Def Jam in September 06. She was dropped from the label three months later and returned to her family home for Christmas. She began performing at neo burlesque shows, which, according to her, represented freedom. During this time, she met performance artist Lady Starlight, who helped mold her onstage persona. Uh, The pair began performing at downtown club venues like the Mercury Lounge, the Bitter End, and the Rockwood Music Hall. Their live performance art piece, known as Lady Gaga and the Starlight Review and billed as the ultimate pop burlesque rock show, was a tribute to 1970s variety acts. They performed at the 2007 Lollapalooza Music Festival. And there's a picture of them, too, in the Wikipedia page. Performing at Lollapalooza. Uh, Let's see. Having initially focused on avant-garde electronic dance music, Gaga began to incorporate pop melodies and the glam rock style of David Bowie and Queen into her songs. While Gaga and Starlight were performing, Fusari continued to develop the songs he had created with her, sending them to the producer and record executive Vincent Herbert. In November 07 Herbert signed Gaga to his label Streamline Records, an imprint of Interscope Records, established that month. Gaga later credited Herbert as a man who discovered her. Having served as an apprentice songwriter during an internship at music, at Famous Music Publishing, Gaga struck a music publishing deal with Sony ATV. As a result, she was hired to write songs for Britney Spears, New Kids on the Block, Fergie, and the Pussycat Dolls. At Interscope, musician Akon was impressed with her singing abilities when she sang a reference vocal for one of his tracks in studio. Akon convinced Jimmy Lovine. Chairman and CEO of Interscope, Geffen a to form a joint deal by having Gaga also sign with his own label, Live, making her his franchise player, quote-unquote. In late 2007, Gaga met with songwriter and producer Red One. She collaborated with him in the recording studio for a week on her debut album, Singing with Cherry Tree Records, an Interscope imprint established by producer and songwriter Martin Kirzenbaum. <clears throat> She also wrote four songs with Keir Despite securing a record deal, she said that some radio stations found her music too racy, dance-oriented, and underground for the mainstream market. She stated, quote, My name is Lady Gaga. I've been on the music scene for a year, I'm telling you, this is what's next, end quote. 2008 through 2010, breakthrough with the fame and the fame monster. By 08, Gaga had relocated to LA to work extensively with her record label to complete her debut album, The Fame, and to set uh, up her own creative team called The House of Gaga modeled on Andy Warhol's factory. The Fame was released on August 19, 2008, reaching number one in Austria, Canada, Germany, Ireland, Switzerland, and the UK, and appearing in the top five in Australia and the US. Its first two singles, Just Dance and Poker Face, reached number one in the United States, Australia, Canada, and the UK. The latter was also the world's best-selling single of 2009, with 9.8 million copies sold that year, and spent a record 83 weeks on Billboard's Magazine Digital Songs chart. The other singles, AA, Nothing Else I Can Say, very underrated song, in my opinion, Love Game and Paparazzi were released from the album, the last one reaching number one in Germany. Remixed versions of the singles from The Fame, except AA Nothing Else I Can Say, were included in hit mixes in August 09. At the 52nd Annual Grammy Awards, The Fame and Poker Face won Best Dance slash Electronica album and Best Dance Recording, respectively. Following her opening act on the Pussycat Dolls 2009 2009- Doll Domination Tour in Europe and Oceania Gaga headlined her worldwide The Fame Ball Tour Which ran from March to September 2009 While traveling the globe She wrote 8 songs for the Fame Monster A reissue of the Fame Those new songs were also released As a standalone EP on November 18th Of that same year um, It's first single Bad Romance was released 1 month earlier and went number 1 in Canada and the UK while reaching number 2 in the US, Australia, New Zealand, and New Zealand. Telephone with Beyoncé followed as a second single from the EP and became Gaga's fourth UK number 1. Its third single was Alejandro, which reached number 1 in Finland and attracted controversy when its video was deemed blasphemous by the Catholic League. Both tracks also reached the top 5 in the US. The video for Bad Romance became the most watched YouTube, most watched video on YouTube in April 2010 and Gaga became the first person with more than 1 billion combined views that October. In 2009, Gaga spent a record 150 weeks on the UK singles chart and became the most downloaded female act in a year in the US with 11.1 million music downloads sold, earning an entry into the Guinness book of world records The Fame and The Fame Monster together have since sold more than 15 million copies worldwide This success or this success allowed Gaga to start her second worldwide concert tour The Monster Ball Tour and release the remix her final record record excuse me record her final record with Cherry Tree Records and among the best-selling remix albums of all time The Monster Ball Tour ran from November 09 to May 2011 and grossed 227 point four million dollars making it the highest grossing concert tour for a debut headlining artist concerts performed at Madison Square Garden in New York City were filmed for an HBO television special titled Lady Gaga presents the Monster Ball tour at Madison Square Garden Gaga, <clears throat> or guys, Gaga also performed songs from her albums at the 2009 Royal Variety Performance the 52nd Annual Grammy Awards, and the 2010 Brit Awards. Before Michael Jackson's death, Gaga was set to take part in his cancelled This Is It concert series at the O2 Arena in the UK. During this era, Gaga ventured into business, collaborating with consumer electronics company Monster Cable Products to create in-ear jewel-encrusted headphones called Heartbeats by Lady Gaga. Gaga also partnered with Polaroid in January 2010 as a creative director And announced a suite of photo capturing products called Gray Label. 2011 through 2014, Born This Way, Art Pop, and Cheek to Cheek. In February 2011, Gaga released Born This Way, the lead single from her studio album of the same name. The song sold more than one million copies within five days, earning the Guinness World Record for the fastest-selling single on iTunes. It debuted atop the Billboard Hot 100, becoming the 1,000th number one single in the history of the charts. Its second single, Judas, followed two months later, and The Edge of Glory served as its third single. Both reached the top ten in the U.S. and the U.K. Her music video for The Edge of Glory, unlike her previous work, portrays her dancing on a fire escape and walking on a lonely street without intricate, intricate choreography and backup dancers. Born This Way was released on May 23, 2011, and debuted atop the Billboard 200 with first-week sales of 1.1 million copies. The album sold 8 million copies worldwide and received three Grammy nominations, including Gaga's third consecutive nomination for Album of the Year. Born This Way's following singles were You and I and Marry the Night, which reached number 6 and 29 in the U.S. respectively. While filming the former's music video, Gaga met and started dating actor Taylor Kinney in July 2011, who played her love interest. She also embarked on the Born This Way ball tour in April 2012, which was scheduled to conclude the following march, but ended one month earlier when Gaga cancelled the remaining dates due to a labral tear of her right hip that required surgery. While refunds for the cancellation were estimated to be worth $25 million, the tour grossed a total of $183.9 million globally. <clears throat> In 2011, Gaga also worked with Tony Bennett on a jazz version of The Lady is a Tramp, with Elton John on Hello, Hello for the animated feature film Nomeo and Juliet, and with The Lonely Island and Justin Timberlake on Way: The Golden Rule. She also performed a concert at the Sydney Town Hall in Australia that <clears throat> that year to promote "Born This Way" and to celebrate former U.S. President Bill Clinton's 65th birthday. Gaga began working on her began work on a third studio album, "Art Pop," in early 2012 uh, during the "Born This Way" ball tour. She crafted the album to mirror a night at the club, quote-unquote. In August 2013, Gaga released the album's lead single, Applause, which reached number one in Hungary, number four in the U.S., and number five in the U.K. A lyric video for art pop track Aura followed in October to accompany Robert Rodriguez's Machete Kills, where she plays an assassin named La Chameleon. The film received generally negative reviews and earned less than half of its $33 million budget. The second R-Pop single, Do What You Want, featured singer R. Kelly and was released later that month, topping the charts in Hungary and reaching number 13 in the U.S. R-Pop was released in November 2013 to mixed reviews. Helen Brown in The Daily Telegraph criticized Gaga for making another album about her fame and doubted the record's originality, but found it, quote, great for dancing, end quote. The album debuted atop the Billboard 200 chart and sold more than 2.5 million copies worldwide as of July 2014. G-U-Y, or Guy, was released as a third single in March 2014 and peaked at number 76 in the U.S. In September 2014, Gaga released a collaborative jazz album with Tony Bennett titled Cheek to Cheek. The inspiration behind the album came from her friendship with Bennett and fascination with jazz music since her childhood. Before the album was released, it produced the singles Anything Goes and I Can Give You. I Can't Give You Anything But Love. Cheek to Cheek received generally favorable reviews. The Guardian's Caroline Sullivan praised Gaga's vocals, and Howard Reich of the Chicago Tribune wrote that, quote, Cheek to cheek serves up the real thing start to finish, End quote. The record was Gaga's third consecutive number one album on the Billboard 200 and won a Grammy Award for Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album. 2015 through 2017, American Horror Story, Joanne, and Super Bowl performances. In February 2015, Gaga became engaged to Taylor Kinney. After Art Pop's lukewarm response, Gaga began to redo her image and style. According to Billboard, this shift started with the release of Cheek to Cheek and the attention she received for her performance at the 87th Academy Awards, where she sang a medley of songs from The Sound of Music in a tribute to Julie Andrews. considered one of her best performances by Billboard It triggered more than 214,000 interactions per minute globally on Facebook. She and Diane Warren co-wrote the song, Till It Happens to You, for the documentary The Hunting Ground, which earned them the Satellite Award for Best Original Song and an Academy Award nomination in the same category. Gaga won Billboard Woman of the Year and Contemporary Icon Award at the 2015 Annual Singer, or excuse me, Songwriters Hall of Fame Awards. Gaga had spent much of her early life wanting to be an actress and achieved her goal when she starred in American Horror Story Hotel. Running from October 2015 to January 2016, Hotel is the fifth season of the television anthology horror series American Horror Story in which Gaga played a hotel owner named Elizabeth. At the 73rd Golden Globe Awards, Gaga received the Best Actress in a Miniseries or Television Film Award for her work. On that season In In 2016 Gaga sang the U.S. National Anthem In February at Super Bowl 50 Partnered with Intel and Nile Rodgers For a tribute performance to the late David Bowie at the 58th Annual Grammy Awards And sang Till It Happens to You At the 88th Academy Awards where she was introduced by Joe Biden and was accompanied on stage by 50 people who had suffered from sexual assault. Gaga played a witch named Scafak in American Horror Story, Roanoke, where she was also good, but less featured. The series' sixth season, which ran from September to, two, to November 2016, her role in the fifth season of the show ultimately influenced her future music, promoting her, prompting her to feature The Art of Darkness, In September 2016, she released her fifth album's lead single, Perfect Illusion, which topped the charts in France and reached number 15 in the U.S. Gaga performed as the headlining act during the Super Bowl LI halftime show on February 5, 2017. Her performance featured a group of hundreds of lighted drones forming various shapes in the sky above Houston's Energy Stadium. The first time robotic aircraft appeared in a Super Bowl pro- program, it attracted 117.5 million viewers in the U.S., exceeding the game's total of 113.3 million viewers. The performance led to a surge of 410,000 song downloads in the U.S. for Gaga, and, earn, <clears throat> excuse me, and earned, her M- earned her an Emmy nomination in the Outstanding Special Class Program category. I did not realize that that was a category. 2018 through present, A Star is Born, Enigma, and Upcoming Six album. In March 2018, Gaga supported the March for Our Lives gun control rally in Washington, D.C., and released a cover of Elton John's Your Song for his tribute album, Revamp. Later that year, she starred as a struggling singer named Allie in Bradley Cooper's critically acclaimed film, A Star is Born. A remake of the 1937 film of the same name. The film follows Allie's relationship with singer Jackson Maine, played by Cooper, which becomes strained after her career begins to overshadow his. Cooper approaches Gaga. Excuse me. Cooper approached Gaga after seeing her perform at a cancer research fundraiser. A fan of Cooper's work, Gaga agreed to the project due to its portrayal of addiction and depression. A Star is Born premiered at the 75th Venice International Film Festival in August 2018 and was released worldwide in October. Peter Bradshaw The Guardian described it as outrageously watchable and wrote that Gaga's ability, ability to be part ordinary por- person, part extraterrestrial celebrity, empress functions at the highest level. Time's Stephanie Zacharek similarly highlighted her knockout performance and found her charismatic without her, un- without her usual makeup, wigs, and costumes. Gaga and Cooper co-wrote and produced most of the songs on the soundtrack for A Star is Born, which she insisted they perform live in the film. Its lead single, Shallow, performed by the two, was released in September, and has reached number one in several countries. The soundtrack contained 34 tracks, including 19 original songs, and it received a generally it received generally positive reviews. Mark Kennedy, the Washington Post, called it a five-star Marvel, and Ben Beaumont Thomas of the Guardian of The Guardian termed it as an instant classic full of Gaga's emotional might. Commercially, the soundtrack debuted at number one in the U.S., making Gaga the only woman with five US number one albums in the 2010s and breaking her tie with Taylor Swift as the most for any female artist of this decade. For her performance in A Star is Born and for Shallow, Gaga won a Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song and was nominated in the Best Actress in a Drama category. Gaga signed a two-year residency named Lady Gaga Enigma, to perform at the MGM Park Theater in Las Vegas, which began on December twenty eighth, 2018. She has also started working on her sixth studio album, <clears throat> um, which does not have a name yet, apparently. She's been in recording studios with producers like Boys Noise, DJ White Shadow, Blood Pop, and Sophie. Next, we move on to artistry, and we start with her. Influences. Gaga grew up listening to artists such as Michael Jackson, The Beatles, Stevie Wonder, Queen, Bruce Springsteen, Pink Floyd, Mariah Carey, The Grateful Dead, Led Zeppelin, Whitney Houston, Elton John, Blondie, and Garbage, who have all influenced her music. Gaga's musical inspiration varies from dance pop singers such as Madonna and Michael Jackson to glam rock artists such as David Bowie and Freddie Mercury, as well as the theatrics of the pop artist Andy Warhol and her own performance roots in musical theatre. She has been compared to Madonna, who has said that she sees herself reflected in Gaga. Gaga says that she wants to revolutionize pop music as Madonna has. Gaga has also cited heavy metal bands as an influence, including Iron Maiden and Black Sabbath. She credits Beyoncé as a key inspiration to pursue a music career. Gaga was inspired by her mother to be interested in fashion, which she now says is a major influence and integrated with her music. Stylistically, Gaga has been compared to Lee Bowery, Isabella Blow, and Cher. She once commented that as a child she absorbed Cher's fashion sense and made it her her own. She considers Donatella Versace, her muse, and her English fashion designer Alexander McQueen as an inspiration. In turn, Versace calls Lady Gaga the fresh Donatella. Gaga has also been influenced by Princess Diana, whom she had admired since her childhood. Musical Style and Themes Critics have analyzed and scrutinized Gaga's musical and performance style, as she has experimented with new ideas and images throughout her career. She says the continual reinvention in quote liberating end quote, herself, which has been drawn to since which she has been drawn to since childhood. Gaga is a contralto with a range spanning from B something to be something. I don't read music. She has changed her vocal style regularly and considered born this way, much more vocally up to par with what I've always been capable of. In summing up her voice, Entertainment Weekly wrote there's an immense emotional intelligence behind the way she uses her voice almost never <clears throat> almost never does she overwhelm a song with her vocal ability recognizing instead that artistry is to be found in nuance rather than lung power Gaga songs have covered a wide variety of concepts The Fame discusses the lust for stardom while the follow-up The Fame monster expresses fame's dark side through monster metaphors The Fame is intellectual pop and dance pop album that has influences of 1980s pop and 1990s Euro pop, whereas the famed monster displays Gaga's taste for pistache pistache, I don't know what that is drawing on 70s arena glam perky ABBA disco and sugary throwbacks like Stacey Q Videos and Stage Featuring constant constant costume changes, and provocative visuals, Gaga's music videos are often described as short films. The video for Telephone earned Gaga the Guinness World Record for most product placement in a video. According to author C- Curtis Fogel, she explores bondage and sadomasochism and highlights prevalent feminism, feminist themes. The main themes of her music videos are sex, violence, and power. She calls herself a little bit of a feminist and asserts that she is sex- a sexually important that she is sexually empowering women. Paparazzi at the 2009 MTV Music Video Awards. Video Music Awards was described as eye popping by MTV News. Public image, <clears throat> public reception of Gaga's music, fashion sense, and persona is polarized. Because of her influence on modern culture and her rise to global fame, sociologist Matthew DeFlemme at the University of South California has offered a course titled Lady Gaga in the Sociology of Fame since early 2011 with the objective of unraveling some of the sociological relevant dimensions of the fame of Lady Gaga. When Gaga met briefly with then-President Barack Obama, Obama? Obama? Why did I say Obama. Barack Obama, at a human rights campaign fundraiser, he found the interaction intimidating as she was dressed in 16-inch heels. Wow. How do you pull that off? Gaga's outlandish fashion sense has also served as an important aspect of her character. During her early career, members of the media compared her fashion choices to those of Christina Aguilera. Uh, I lost here. Time placed Gaga on their all-time 100 fashion icon list, stating Lady Gaga is just as notorious for her outrageous style as she is for her pop hits. Gaga has sported outfits made from plastic bubbles, Kermit the Frog Dolls, and raw meat. Gaga's fans call her Mother Monster, and she often refers to them as Little Monsters, a phrase which she has tattooed on herself in dedication. Activism Philanthropy. After declining an invitation to appear on the single We Are the World 25 to benefit victims of 2010 Haiti earthquake, Gaga donated the proceeds of her January 2010 Radio City Music Hall concert to the country's Reconstruction Relief Fund. All profits from her online store that day were also donated, and Gaga announced that $500,000 was collected for the fund. In 2012, Gaga joined the campaign group Artists Against Fracking, That October, Yoko Ono gave Gaga and four other activists the Leno Ono Grant for Peace in Reykjavik, Iceland. The following month, Gaga pledged to donate $1 million to the American Red Cross to help the victims of Hurricane Sandy. Gaga also contributes to the fight against HIV and AIDS, focusing on educating young women about the risks of the disease. In April 2016, Gaga joined Vice President Joe Biden at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. To support Biden's It's On Us campaign As he traveled to colleges on behalf of the organization Which has seen 250,000 students from more than 530 Sorry, it's like a tongue twister From more than 530 colleges Sign a pledge of solidarity and activism Two months later, Gaga attended the 84th Annual U.S. Conference of Mayors in Indianapolis Where she joined with the Dalai Lama to talk about the power of kindness And how to make the world a more compassionate Place. Born This Way Foundation. In 2012, Gaga launched the Born This Way Foundation, a nonprofit organization that focuses on youth empowerment. It takes its name from her 2011 single and album. Media, pro- media proprietor Oprah Winfrey, writer Deepak Chopra, and U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services Kathleen Sebelius, 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 spoke at the foundation's inauguration at Harvard. The foundation's original funding included $1.2 million from Gaga, $500,000 from the MacArthur Foundation, and $850,000 from Barneys New York. In July 2012, the Born This Way Foundation partnered with Office Depot, which donated 25% of the sales, a minimum of $1 of a series of limited edition back-to-school products. On the 2018 World Kindness Day, Gaga partnered with the Foundation to bring food and relief to a Red Cross shelter for people who have been forced to evacuate homes due to the California wildfires. The Foundation also partnered with Starbucks and SoulCycle to thank California firefighters for their relief work during the crisis. LGBT Advocacy As a bisexual woman, Gaga has actively, actively supports LGBT rights worldwide. She attributes much of her early success as a mainstream artist to her gay fans and is considered a gay icon. Early in her career, she had difficulty getting radio airplanes stated, The turning point for me was a gay community. She thanked Fly Life, a Manhattan-based LGBT marketing company with whom her label, Interscope Works, in the liner notes of the fame. Gaga spoke of the 2009 National Equality March in Washington in support of the LGBT movement. She attended the 2012, 2010, excuse me, MTV Video Music Awards, accompanied by four gay and lesbian former members of the United States Armed Forces who have been unable to serve openly under the U.S. military's Don't Ask, Don't Tell policy, which banned ho- open homosexuality in the military. <laughs> Impact. Gaga was named the Queen of Pop in a 2011 ranking by Rolling Stone Stone magazine based on record sales and social media metrics, and she ranked 4th in VH1's Greatest Women in Music in 2012. Gaga has often been regarded as a trailblazer for sometimes utilizing controversy to bring attention to various issues. Because of the fame's success, it was listed as one of the 100 greatest debut albums of all time By Rolling Stone in 2013 According to Khalifa Sané Of The New Yorker Lady Gaga blazed a trail for truculent pop stars By treating her own celebrity As an evolving art project And then we have Achievements Which I think I went over earlier in Thisography So, that's pretty much it. Um, quite a long Wikipedia page, understandably. I uh, trimmed a little bit of it, uh, but still this recorder will probably be like 40 minutes if I look. Alright. So, if you're still awake, hopefully you learned something new about Lady Gaga. If you're asleep, then good. Good night. Enjoy the rest of your slumber. If you guys have any questions, comments, suggestions, you can always reach the show at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. You can always visit our website, sleepandrelaxasmr.com. If you love the show, please consider donating or supporting us through Anchor, or there is a tip jar through PayPal included in the show notes. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening and take care.